0: Welcome to Backyards and Bevvies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Backyards and Bevvies. Welcome to Backyards and Bevvies. <laughs> your midweek treat for yeah. laughter and life lessons. 100%. Um, this week we are in our backyard again, yep. chilling. It's a uh, surprisingly warm cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a, m- a middle area have, temperature. I'm um, chilly, on. but not
0: cold. Yeah. Cold. I had sweats on earlier, but now I'm in shorts.
1: Well, you're weird. <laughs> I I still don't understand why hair in shorts. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's the truth. <laughs>
0: um, it's kind of sprinkling, mm-hmm. which again I wasn't really ready for, but we're gonna truck through this. Yeah. We got our trusty Iron Maiden shirt on. Uh, to well. Over the computer.
1: Yes, over the computer. To Iron Maiden keeps, it. keeps the, <laughs> keeps the <it> protector. Safe. <laughs> and we've got some of our Christmas decorations up.
0: Yeah, we have a uh, Christmas decor. Well, I mean, we're coming to the end of season one and the end of 2021. Yes. Which is pretty wild. And just a little housekeeping: this, we have this episode, then we're going to do an episode with our friend Kirsten, yeah. who's a. Uh, therapist. Yes. She does like um, she works with the people who have who are mental health the, issues. Yeah, who and have some similar. mental
1: health issues as well as some substance abuse issues yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah,
0: so that's a really a cool. Counselor. one. Yeah, counselor. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, therapist counselor. She's going to be on next week. So you know, if you're if you're into the interview stuff, that'll be I'm coming back next week. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Then uh, then we'll come back for another one, and then. We have uh, our buddy Cal on, who is a fitness and uh, sports. He likes fitness, sports, and he also tours. I mm-hmm. uh, toured with him. Yeah. So that's going to be him. a cool one. That'll be a uh, fun one. We talk um, inspiration, like how he gets inspired in the morning to work out. How, cool. how he stayed fit for so long in his life when you know on the road and all that stuff. So that's a really cool one. Um, but yeah, today we we're we were talking last night over some movies. Uh, you know, me and my movies. I, know. I I don't really like new movies.
1: I know. It's funny. It's actually very <laughs> Only true. Like, We repeat a lot of things. I
0: could eat the same food every comforting. day and I could also watch the same thing every day. It doesn't very
1: matter. Very comforting. Um,
0: but I did wear uh, one of my favorite movie socks today. I have uh, my Major League Ricky oh, Vaughn socks on. there you on. go. So, so any person that's a... A sock fanatic, uh, I found these awesome socks on Stance. Doc, you love whatever. Stance socks. They're yeah. really some of the best socks ever. And that's no advertisement. Like, they don't pay me to say that. I really have been rocking them on tour forever. forever. Yeah. yeah. They're just, but they make funny socks, too, which are kind of, I don't know, I like funny socks.
1: I have kind of funny socks on they're from amazon that you got for me the kitty cat socks. yeah they're kitty cat socks they're main coon cat uh-huh. socks and it has he looks like our cat archie <laughs> is on there yeah a so. big
0: one of our big cats yeah yeah and speaking of movies we you know it's holiday season so we've watched home alone and home alone 2 2- 13 a times A thousand rating. times. <laughs> and I still laugh out loud every time. You were on cracking
1: flirt. up yesterday. Yeah, yeah
0: that was a pretty good scene. I, when he throws the bricks in, in uh, Home Alone 2, yeah, it's... Yeah, classic. I mean, they, there's something about watching someone in a cartoonish way die, <laughs> but he <laughs> didn't die. he didn't
1: die, yeah. Like, you should be dead. You just got hit in the face with a brick four times in a row. Uh,
0: and, like... With some speed. It's not like they were, like, dropped off of a balcony. They were, like, a four-story brick house in New York, you know, know. thrown at him. (laughs) It wasn't just a drop. It was thrown. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) That's been fun. We've watched Christmas Vacation. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And um, last night, though, uh, well, the other night you were coming home from work. Mm-hmm. I had I usually put the little guy into that one little seat of his on the couch. Uh, he fits in it perfect right mm-hmm. now. And so it holds him safe for me. I can keep an eye on him while I'm still doing like my daddy daycare duties yes. and my <laughs> Mr. Mom duties.
1: <laughs> perfect. Love it.
0: <laughs> um I was cooking and I had National Treasure on and I'd never seen it.
1: Yeah, I love that movie. And we have,
0: what, Disney Plus, whatever thing, streaming service. And um, you came in and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know you liked this movie. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And you're like, what?
1: I couldn't believe it. It's a classic. <laughs> and
0: then I had so a real, good. real snarky comment to you. I was like, what? well, as usual, I, I was out living my life when this movie came out or something like that. Something. You said something
1: about not being a nerd. And I was like, well, that's just rude. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, was out, I was out
0: drinking and getting fat.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this came out when I was like 13. But
0: whatever. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was probably doing... Copious amounts of uh, drugs at the time mm-hmm. and not wanting to go spend any money on a, a movie. Well, but it's a good movie. It Well, that that's what led into our bevies for the day. Yeah. I mean, I honestly didn't even put it in the freaking cooler because I couldn't even, I just started drinking it right from the, the get-go. But we went to Dunkin' Donuts. I know. Because part of the movie takes place in Boston. Yes. And so we were like. my
1: old stomping grounds. Which
0: is your old stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the comments I made to you was when they were in like a, one of the cemeteries in you said boston com or i made the comment oh have you ever been to that small cemetery in like downtown boston and mm-hmm. you're like like in boston commons where yeah Benjamin i knew Friend- immediately
1: what you yeah. were talking about
0: yeah and then we're instantly we went into like we had to pause the movie for a second talk mm-hmm. a little bit about boston and then uh we ended up saying well i I feel like we should Google and see if there's a Dunkin' Donuts close to us. And yeah. Sure enough, down the street.
1: I love Dunkin' Donuts, and did you know actually that Dunkin' Donuts started in Quincy, Massachusetts? I didn't so know. So that is why all of my fellow Massholes are so obsessed with their dunks, donkeys, um, many, it's, many nicknames. It's delicious. I mean, it's strong. I'm a I mean, I survived Donuts
0: person over Starbucks.
1: Dunks. Yeah. I agree. I, there is one drink at Starbucks that I really really love, but um if it if it comes down to a choice between yeah. Starbucks and Dunks, I'm going to go for Dunks.
0: Yeah. And I think people are generally that way. It's like a I mean, I would say almost I would say more people to go to Starbucks because of the convenience and they they're are everywhere. everywhere.
1: Yeah. But, I wish that there was a Dunks closer to yeah. us.
0: I know that some people enjoy obviously like their own brand like whatever there's black rifle there's backstage Mm, brewers now it's delicious yeah one of our buddies opened up his own um he roasts them and stuff and then tracker you know he's gonna be doing his but then there's like what is it pete's or something like that i think it's just two e's i think it's that many i just i normally if i go to get any coffee it's cold brew for
1: mm-hmm. me. Yeah, same. Cold brew all day. I did
0: um I did cold brew. I I I do have to make a confession though. Oh. What is it? <laughs> I I put Jameson in mine. My- <laughs> I put Jameson
1: in mine. Yes. <laughs> I saw it on the counter and I assumed like, oh, maybe Maybe PK put a little splashy <laughs> splash of this in his drink. I put, Maybe I'll put a little in mine. I
0: put three splashes.
1: Oh, my. That's more <laughs> splashes than I put. Um, but I can definitely already taste it. Part of me wishes I hadn't put it in there. But yeah.
0: It's going to be, I don't, if I chug this thing, uh, I'm I will not be chugging
1: this giant coffee. I'll have a heart attack.
0: I'll have to, I might have to take a little boys' restroom break yeah, <laughs> midway 100%. through if I had to. <laughs> um, no, I've, I I really think Dunkin', though, it's one of those brands that you, you know, you see it and you instantly think donut. Mm -hmm. But I think their coffee is amazing.
1: I think coffee, which is funny, but, I mean, I think that's because when I lived in Massachusetts, like, when I was in college and stuff, I mean, we did Dunk's trips, like, every Mm. day. When I lived in Boston— they were mm-hmm. everywhere, like a Starbucks. They're on every street yeah. corner in Boston.
0: Way, way so. easier to get a dunk in Boston. Yeah, I, I would Boston. go get a
1: dunk at least <laughs> once a day, probably more than once, and definitely was over-caffeinated, but it's delicious. Did
0: you have them out in the, uh, in the Cape?
1: Uh, yeah, they have them on the Cape. I mean, there aren't as many as yeah. if you're in Boston or something, but they definitely do have them on, on Cape Cod. Nice. I love the little drive through ones.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you remember the commercial? with the old dude with the mustache, kind of like mine right now.
1: A Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Yeah,
0: he he was making the, he would like get out of bed or super early and like, Mm -mm. I'm pretty sure he had like a little slogan that said something like, time to make the donuts.
1: (laughs) Uh, Nope, I have no idea. All I remember is their slogan that's like, America runs on Dunkin'.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Um, I think we might have to, I'll YouTube it later for you. I'll put it in the links for people if I find it. But yeah, it was just like one of those commercials that I can see playing in my head from a child you know like yeah. playing on like an old tv of mine <laughs> but yeah i i i generally would if a starbucks and a dunkin donuts were next to each other i would choose duncan agree definitely agree. we on tours i had a, well for one i had a, a friend that loved jameson on tour <laughs> then i have my best friend neil who loves jameson mm-hmm. and he actually he wasn't the first to show me putting jameson in coffee but, but i kind of made this an homage of him because every time i w- we would go to like you know early morning saturday to mm-hmm. you know go make a coffee run for the family mm-hmm. uh he would always put, put a, little, a little, put a little jameson little in, it. in
1: there <laughs> isn't that what an irish coffee is,
0: is i think i think that's jameson the term or is that with baileys i mean I, I think just alcohol in your coffee i
1: wish we had baileys because i ended up Unfortunately, the Dunks was very, very busy this morning and understaffed, so they forgot
0: they to put the creamer were, and stuff
1: in my coffee. They well, I were, wanted oat milk, but... So busy. <laughs> so I used powdered creamer just now, like my grandfather used to use, and it's not really cutting it so much. <laughs> 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 I can definitely taste the Jameson way more than the creamer.
0: <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> I don't know. This will turn into a good day. Yeah, it's going to be great. When you um, lived in Boston, so I'm I've many stories from my time of touring Mm -hmm. to boston but um when when we would go there like i was saying a few minutes ago me and a few friends would always go out during the day maybe of like a venue and go get a starbucks or it just breaks up the day you know Mm -hmm. um but every time we played td garden or Mm -hmm. any of those places yeah it was always duncan Mm -hmm. so when you work downtown i mean You were working at what, Hard Rock Live?
1: Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock Cafe, that's right. I I bartended there while I was waiting to find out if I was getting into grad school.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And then so you'd be like all hungover and be like, I need to go get a
1: Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I would get, I would leave the house usually, walk to Dunks, get at least one breakfast sandwich, even if I was working the night shift, because if I was hungover, I needed some grease for sure. That sausage, egg, and cheese croissant is where it's at. Yeah. So I would get that, and then a large—they didn't have cold brew back then, so I'd get, like, a large iced coffee and jump on the tea, take the tea all the way down to Faneuil Hall, and jump out there and walk over to Hard Rock and try not to die while making people
0: drinks. (laughs) Um Jameson's a rough one to to smell too after uh, a hangover. I literally just
1: talking about it, I keep getting shivers. <laughs> this may be a short episode. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: I'm gonna make it longer just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> did you really? did Did you like working at Hard Rock?
1: I did actually. I really enjoyed it. It getting hired there uh-huh. was pretty wild. Like the because obviously it's like this major mm-hmm. corporate. Yeah. Um atmosphere and stuff like that. So they have way different like rules and things that you have to do and like tests that you have to pass before they'll hire you and stuff. I mean, I had to learn over 300 drinks.
0: That's wild.
1: And then take a test and get at least a 95 on the test in order to actually become a bartender. Because I started out as a server. Mm. So, uh, but I loved it. I mean, it was awesome being able to work somewhere where there was live music almost every day, which for in Boston, I mean, that... That doesn't happen all the time like it does in Nashville, where everywhere you go, there's live music. Yeah, So no for sure. that was really great. I enjoyed that. And the money was great. I made a whole lot of money.
0: Yeah, it it's down... It's not by Fenway, right? It's, no, it's uh, in Faneuil Hall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, it's near the garden.
1: You could walk to the garden from yeah.
0: there. I'm trying to picture... I don't think I've ever been inside that hard rock, crazy enough. Mm-hmm. But I can picture a little bit where it's at.
1: Well, it was... I mean, it was new back, I mean, back then, it I think I started working there shortly after it opened. So mm. it hasn't been around for all that long, probably like, I don't know, 15 years or something now.
0: Yeah. But. I, do you remember in high school when people would rock like hard rock shirts and they would say like Mexico or some wild place? Like, yeah, hey, Orlando.
1: I want to go and, there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah.
0: We didn't have a hard rock in El Paso, Texas. So I was always like, man, I want to go to a hard rock one day. I, I actually they had worked, really
1: good nachos.
0: They had... What was the they had like a pasta spicy pasta that was pretty bomb too. I don't remember the name. I don't remember
1: but, the spicy pasta, but I remember the pulled pork nachos were awesome.
0: <laughs> I worked at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando,
1: oh, Florida, so the actual venue.
0: The yeah, the big venue. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was we were separate from the the restaurant part, but mm-hmm. we were still like one big family, and it was fun. I I think I did two years there. I I, I can't remember, but it was a blast and. Saw a bunch of great bands come through, and do so you work
1: there as a live engineer? I was a stagehand. you were a stagehand. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got. Did to you me. have to wear the flare?
0: <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, we <laughs> they left that side alone. We didn't really have to abide by certain uh, nerd standards of I was wearing flare. Covered and...
1: in flare, had had to be. <laughs> you had to wear like X number of pieces. Yeah, I think it was ten. You had to have a minimum of ten pieces of
0: flare it's like on. The, the movie Office Space.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Where Jennifer Jen Aniston works. Yeah, yeah exactly. She doesn't have shenanigans she doesn't like shenan- or shenan- something like that. One of those weird. Yeah. Ones. <laughs> or O'Shaughnessy's. I can't remember. It's a great movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um so when I think of Boston, mm-hmm. I don't think of Hard Rock. I neither. I don't really think of I, see I was never a Boston like Red Sox fan or a Boston Patriot or Boston Patriot.
1: <laughs> a New England, New England Patriot.
0: Patriot. Um I wasn't a Celtics, Celtics fan Bruins. or a Bruins. I love them all. But I always knew the TD Garden mm-hmm. or Foxborough because we'd play those venues a lot. Yeah. I even played um the House of Blues right there behind Fenway yeah, a few right times. Yeah across the street. Mhm. But the TD Garden was always a very very interesting place to me because uh, did you ever go see a show there? Mm-hmm. Did you? Okay, yeah,
1: I saw my first Tool show there.
0: Ah, so you know the venue, big, right? Big. I mean, yeah,
1: I saw a Celtics game there. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's
0: a beautiful. I mean, it's down uh, by that cool bridge. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that bridge?
1: The Zakim Bridge.
0: Yeah, it just has all the the little lines. Mm-hmm. It's white, really yeah. cool kind of uh, architecture. Mm-hmm. It's down by the water. Well, I mean, it's funny
1: because the Ravenel Bridge in Charleston, mm-hmm. where I also used to live, was modeled after the Zeka Bridge. So they look exactly the same.
0: Uh, this is one thing that you might be able to picture is when, we, when I first started touring and going to the garden, we would park the buses uh, on the opposite side of the bridge. So I would assume mm-hmm. that that's like away from the water. It's kind of uh, more towards whatever the city okay. side. And we used to put them right in this lot that was right there. And then you'd get off the bus and you'd uh, make like a left turn that you'd walk down the side of the building and then into security. Mm. Well, then one day I woke up and the buses were in like a completely different area. They were down behind it by the bridge side. And I would never, I mean, maybe some buses would park there, like artist buses and stuff. Yeah. But I just never was on that side. And so I was like, oh, wow, this is weird. Went to go get a Dunkin' one mm-hmm. day. A Dunky, whatever a you want to call it. Uh, dunks. Uh Walked out and I was like, whoa, where?" This is completely different. They'd built, like, a mall in front of it. Or... Oh, wow. Did... It's
1: been a while since I've been back.
0: Okay. so that it... was
1: supposed to go, like, three years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. One of my artists had a show there, and we had just played New York, mm-hmm. and then we were going to Boston, and I got super sick and oh. ended up stuck in the hotel room and couldn't go.
0: I kind of remember that. Yeah. But it's changed. It's way different. Mm-hmm. It's You would be... If you walked by it, you probably wouldn't even know the garden was behind it because I think that not only is it like a small mall, it's like apartment buildings above it now. It's like a completely different place. But the inside and how you load in and all the things, they didn't change any of it for us. No. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, it just became like. Even more difficult. I think it truly became even harder for the truck drivers because if you've never been in the backside of it, looking at the arena, you're like, this is huge. It's massive. Mm -hmm. Well, the backside is like uh, the size of our living room.
1: Oh, small. (laughs) I mean, it
0: is. There's not a lot of room. And usually they have to put catering in one little corner of the loading dock. Mm -hmm. So the loading dock, imagine a one like a one lane street Mm -hmm. going up. I think it's like four floors. Okay. so from the ground level, Mm -hmm. there's this big ramp. There's two doors that open or maybe one door. I think there's two, whatever. But they open, the trucks pull in. And it widens to where you can fit two semis. At the very front, you can put one semi. Then you can put two more semis next to each other and then two in front of them. And then you're out of space. Mm -hmm. And that means that there's no space to roll gear really around them. I mean, it is tight in there. So, but check this out. In the mornings, what they normally do is they bring one truck in frontwards and it's the one truck that stays in. Oh, and that it truck, stays. Well, that one does, right? So, like, mm. uh, for instance, we had 25, 26 semis on JT, right, Justin uh-huh. Timberlake, and we. So we had to rotate twenty-five of them to go in the building that and come morning, out of the building, and then that night take twenty-five semis back out. Here's the kicker: some of those trucks have to back in from the ground, so that means that they're backing up a hill in reverse four stories oh my goodness and then pulling into this tiny door that barely you know you can barely squeeze through because you know when they built the place they weren't expecting tours to be you know 40 trucks deep and stuff like that right so it was always mind-boggling to me i'd be like wow these like not only are these truck drivers amazing but like the even the stagehands have it down so pat that you're like we're never gonna get out of here. This is crazy. Oh my gosh! We're never gonna be able to squeeze all this stuff in here. Mm-hmm. And it always works. Mm-hmm. You're always like, right, "Well, it we did it." It looks like it's not. going to We did it work. again, and they're local too. So New York City is local one. Uh, That's the name the, of the union. Yeah, the union, mm-hmm. and then Boston is local two, and they're all, like they all compete. I mean, as I a just, Red
1: Sox fan, I have an <coughs> issue with being number two and number one. <laughs>
0: Uh, you're gonna have to take it up with the union Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's a process so have fun Mm. with that one (laughs) Um, but they were so good at what they did yeah like you would on the in it always takes longer because you're trying to put stuff together properly so that way on the out you can speed out of there Mm -hmm. well audio being one of audio land Landed always in, like, a weird space. Either you were super fast and you got out of everyone's way mm-hmm. or you kind of were in, like, the middle where you're always competing with other departments on either space or dock space or there was just never a happy medium. You know, you're, like, either really fast or you're there in the middle. Uh-huh. And, um, well, a lot of times audio gets stuck in the the trash uh Loading dock. Oh dear! <laughs> and so does video. I mean, everybody. Like, if your case can fit into an elevator, they put you in the trash dock. Gotcha. And that's a even a weirder spot because you have an elevator that you're using with all the uh, other, um like, people in the building. You know, like the caterers or the caterers, the people that concessions. You know, mm-hmm. they're going up and down in it. So, on the out, <laughs> you're sometimes effed if you don't get in there and just start cramming stuff in and have one guy helping you like one of the union guys like <laughs> uh-huh. just telling people to beat it yeah <laughs> and they're pretty you know you know mass holes could have a good way of telling people to beat it
1: <laughs> yeah pretty um yeah they're not honest yeah
0: they're pretty straightforward mm-hmm. and so <laughs> you take your gear and then you know a couple times we've you know when we were on jt we played places multiple times right so You're like, okay, well, I can – I remember last time I totally, like, messed this up and, like, ate up the whole floor with my speakers. So let Mm -hmm. me slow it down this time and do it better. But inevitably down there in that trash chute, you get just effed because it stinks like trash.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that – already unappealing. And it's, like –
0: and it's – well, in the winter, it's not so bad because it's – Cold, cold, yeah, yeah. but who in the summer? Oh, I mean, that's there's cold. been a couple times where you're down there and it's a warm summer day and yeah, and Ugh, hot no. after show trash. Okay, that's gross, <laughs> but a good cigarette will uh, mask oh, the smell. That sounds even worse. <laughs> um,
1: let me cover the smell of trash. Well, with the then, smell of more trash.
0: So then, yeah, you're like trying to load these speakers into a semi, and then there's the video guy, he's trying to load his cases. There's you know, there's 14 guys down there all talking smack to you, like, hey, kid. Hey, where do you want me to take this box? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. You <laughs> that know It like, does
1: not sound Bostonian
0: at whatever. all. <laughs> or maybe that's a little New Yorker. The box. There you go. Box. Hey, put that put that box over here, kid. <laughs> that's um better. Or you should do this, kid. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. let I'm gonna move this over here for you, kid. And you're like <laughs> I was always a kid. Like, all right, whatever. Um but then all of a sudden here comes the freaking dumpster guys and they're trying to bring mm-hmm. trash down the elevator oh, and no. you're like Uh, It was a rough building, and it was one of those buildings that was always an amazing show, always an amazing crowd. There's so much history in there. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. walking in the dressing room areas, you're just like, this is so cool. You know, like, Larry Bird has been here. Yeah. I mean, some amazing hockey moments have happened in this building. And me not even being a Boston fan, I know that. So to be in the building, yeah, there's definitely some sort of awesomeness to it. But every time I saw it on the schedule, I was always like, dang. Dang. I really don't want this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this load-in and load-out are going to be tough. Is,
0: this is going to be a rough day. And then I mean you're stuck doing union stuff where you have to abide by certain rules and certain time frames and all those things and dark stages and and some days they're nice nicer than others and some mm. days they had a show the night before or a basketball game the night before and, and so yeah, yeah it's it's a never-ending battle but I will say for anyone that ever gets a chance to go see a show there I really highly Suggested. Mm -hmm. It's one of those iconic venues. Great venue. Madison Square Garden. Mm Mm-hmm. TD Garden.
1: Garden, garden. (laughs) Garden, garden. Are they owned by the same people? No. Hmm.
0: I think that the garden might have just been a term that you used, like, back in the day. Oh. Interesting. And it stuck. There's no way they're going to change Madison Square Garden. No, definitely No one. I don't think enough. You'd have to be... You'd have to own an oil country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then give... That building, a lot of money to change that name. Yeah. Um, And then, can you think of another iconic? I mean, I can think of two more. Let's see if you have the same. So we have Madison Square Garden, TD Garden.
1: Mm, I mean, I would have said the Staples Center, but now it's going to be that, like... (laughs) Crypto.com <laughs> or whatever it is. The
0: Staples Center will always be the Staples Center. center to me. yeah. I mean, that was the house that Kobe built. Right. That was pretty rockstar. Right. That, that venue, I was going to say the Forum in LA. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's definitely an iconic one. Just, again, walking in there, you're like, wow, that, yeah. this is pretty awesome. And the cool thing about the Forum is they line the wall with, so the wall that leads you out to the loading docks or the big ramp behind the stage uh is lined with all the concerts that have happened there Mm. how many times like eagles two two or three nights justin bieber four nights you know it's really really cool so you can look on the wall and it gives you the year Mm. and then it lists them out in order wow so yeah you every
1: year they've played
0: and how many nights i mean you can go back in some of that wall and see some definitely some huge heavy hitters it's amazing uh the last one i mean and Believe me, there's probably another ten that people could argue that are very iconic. But mm-hmm. um, the United Center in Chicago, mm. where Jordan, Michael Jordan, used to play.
1: I don't know if I've been to the United Center.
0: It's another one of those venues where you're you're in a union, very union house again. It's very it's a weird building as well because like the floor where the loading docks are, you had to come around this like corner mm-hmm. and then up this weird ramp <laughs> that. You, depending on how your stage setup is, you can either go straight into the arena floor Mm -hmm. or you have to take these two side bombs that are even like these, it's almost like you're on a skateboarding course. (laughs) You can't leave a case just back there because it'll roll down this hill. Oh, wow. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's wild. Um, So... That's a, a, a interesting challenge, and usually they have a forklift that mm. pushes the gear up, and you know helps helps guide it down. At the end of the night, people just you know grab a handle and slide down. Gotcha. <laughs> Everybody wants to get out at the end of the yeah. night. No one wants whatever
1: to. way it's going to take.
0: Those union guys, they usually get paid for four hour minis. So if they can do a loadout in two hours and then be in their car getting paid for another two hours, yeah, I mean they're gonna. Great. They'll take it. Unless you make them mad. Then they're going to do the four hours Mm -hmm. and then some.
1: And then some. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) It was
0: uh, 2010, Alicia Keys. We were loading out of Madison Square Garden, uh... What's the holiday with Jameson? Saint um, St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> the Everyth- <laughs> holiday
1: with Jameson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everything was green. The, the The stat the Empire State Building was lit up green. I remember it. It was like a Sunday too. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday. Either it was a Saturday into a Sunday, and this was before they had renovated the garden, and so was, the back ramp was still the same. Like some of the procedures were still the same, but. Um, audio there gets taken care of, or half of audio gets taken care of by the IBEW guys, the Electric Brotherhood gentlemen. Okay. And that's uh, we can go into that in a whole different conversation. And then local one takes care of the stage audio. So uh-huh. any of the speakers that face the audience are dealt with with the, the Electric Brotherhood mm-hmm. p- dudes. And then the other half, anything that faces the um, the performers is dealt with with local one so interesting it is a very interesting dance and depending on how you come in in the morning and how you treat them and how you know it's it's one of those respect things you can uh, yeah i mean
1: i think being kind
0: to somebody 100 goes a long way and some tours and you know some guys come in a little hot in the morning depending Mm -hmm. on uh, look who knows why but the The playing the game with them makes them happy because it shows them a little bit of respect. Like, hey, look, I know that I could do this on my own, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to ask you to do it because this is your job. But if you're willing to let me do it, I can do it faster. And sometimes they're like, we got you. Just go do it real quick. Mm -hmm. Don't don't. Next time I'll do it for you. Mm. There's like little things like that. But at the end of the night, it's it's hard because the the. Local one guys also take care of video and lighting and all these other things. And so they have a certain amount of forklifts that are allocated for them to take gear down the ramp. Mm-hmm. And the IBEW guys only have like four forklifts. Oh. And same thing, they used to take them down in an elevator as well. Well, this night we were using the elevator and who knows why they were in a bad mood, but... They decided that, you know what, we're going to slow it down and we're going to not only get our overtime because now they were, I mean, it was a holiday weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. uh I think they were getting close to their four hours. And okay. so they realized that they were going to, might as well stay for five. Right. Might as well stay for six. Right. Because if I'm going to make overtime, I'm going to make some golden money. Yeah. I remember coming out of the garden, everybody else, and normally audio is... Like I said earlier, you're either really fast or you're in the middle, but you're never Never last. last. Yeah. I watched the rigging, all the stuff that it takes to put the gear in the air, load into their truck and close their truck doors before audio had, like, I think even like three quarters of our truck done. Oh, wow. Oh, I remember (laughs) like standing on the street corner, like rubbing my face at, like I'm gonna say four in the morning Mm -hmm. just like what just happened I've never never (laughs) Never seen 4am and and, uh, it was just one of those moments where you have to let go of all things because you yeah I had no control it's not like going in there and yelling at them was going to be any better so in my all the years of touring going to like the TD Gardens and the the Madison Square Gardens and the all these places they're amazing, but they also come with just so much stress at times. Yeah. Especially in the big shows.
1: 100%. I can <laughs> see that.
0: <laughs> so if my point with all of that is when you go to these places, you have to give a little bit of respect to not only what's happened in there, but the process of how these happen. Mm-hmm. Because those venues have been around way longer than touring has been a big thing. Mm-hmm. And so cramming these giant shows in for people to enjoy really does take a lot.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I, and
0: I think that there's something to be said about that. And I, and that's where, like, touring is hard on people because of that stress level, because tours are getting bigger, because your tours are trying to save money, so they're trying to make load-ins and load-outs faster. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these little things because nothing's getting cheaper. Right. <laughs> so
1: Did that take a toll on your mental health? Um, yeah, I mean, well—
0: Yes and no, I'm gonna say that it was it was a character building mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. type of thing where i I can't say that it took a a it, let's say let's start with fifty fifty right now okay L- just because that's an easy way to look at it because i I think that it truly allowed me to talk to people every day in a different place mm-hmm. with different values and different mindsets and different struggles and different things because not every union is the same. Not every stagehand is the same. Not right. every tour is the same. And so going into these places with an open mind always made my day better. Gotcha. So looking at it in the sense, well, if I start my day the same way, you know, like I, if, and not every day on the road started that way for me, though. Right. So that's where that 50-50 is because, yeah, it did take a toll on me because some of these big tours are hard. For uh, sure. a there's a, a cockiness and an ego that you have to have, I think, in certain fields. hmm Touring was always that. I had a really, really, really big ego. Yeah. Because I think I moved up pretty fast and into a slot that deemed me to have a little bit of authority at times mm-hmm. where I think I took advantage of people. And I think I mm-hmm. took advantage of the situation because I got put into authority. Mm-hmm. And that was where that could be part of that bad part of that um, mental health that, you know, because I would wake up and be like, you know what, I'm in a bad mood. So I'm just going to go in with a bad mood and I'm
1: take it out going to take it out
0: on everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it did take that toll. But then there were days where it was like, oh, my gosh, today is going to be a super hard day. I just need to go in and just do it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to complain. I don't need to do anything because there's already going to be a whole bunch of other people complaining. Yeah. (laughs) And those were tended to be the better days, to be honest. And I can look back on it now and think, wow, if I was to tour today, I would tour way differently. Yeah. But I've also had time to sit at home and really
1: reflect on it.
0: Be humbled, reflect on it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm starting something completely over in life and Mm -hmm. A lot of people have gone back to touring. Um, Do you miss it? Yeah. I mean, it would be hard for me to say no Mm -hmm. because I do miss certain things of it. What do you miss about it? mm, Well, I miss the people the Mm -hmm. most. There was definitely a giant group of people that I became close with that I think I'll always be somewhat close with. But Mm -hmm. touring is a hard thing to be close to people because they're gone they're in a very different world you know they are yeah. their days are anywhere from you know a 16 hour day to a 20 hour day right in some cases and so to to be selfish and think that i'm going to be able to hold on to the relationships all like i have a lot of more free time now mm-hmm. put it to you that way a lot of those guys don't still so i can't like sit there and be like man You don't text me back all the time or, man, you're not looking at my memes or, hey, you're not paying attention to my podcast. They have their own life. So I think I will eventually slowly fall away from it Mm -hmm. just because I'm not in it anymore and I'm not surrounded by those people. But I Mm -hmm. I still daily try to make an effort to if it's like someone's photo or Mm -hmm. or comment on a photo or
1: you know just be supportive in general yeah
0: because Mm -hmm. those guys are out there and and i have seen it i've been there and i know that that those little things do go a long way so i miss the people Mm -hmm. i don't miss what it was turning me into though Mm. i don't miss that i was becoming for a Lack of better words, like I was allowing my ego to be so big Mm -hmm. and powerful that I was doing things to people throughout not only the touring world, but even on the side Mm -hmm. to manipulate and to truly give maybe a bad taste to what a roadie could be, you know, to, you know, like let's say a stranger at a bar Mm -hmm. or to, uh, you know, I just was unfair. And yeah. I was living this lifestyle where I think it was because of the days that I would have bad. Then the next day I would take it out on someone else, maybe. Right. Which is completely unhealthy.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. <laughs> like if I did that now. And I think that's why I can look back and think about this stuff is because if I did that now, that means that I would wake up. And if I was in a bad mood from yesterday, then I would take it out on our little kid. Yeah. Because he's the only or you Right. And how fair is that? So how fair would that have been for me to do that to anybody else in the world?
1: Yeah. I mean, not fair.
0: (laughs) It's not fair at all. And so I'm really enjoying looking at life differently. And so maybe that's why, even though I'm not touring, I still try to be as supportive as I can to all my friends that do tour because Mm -hmm. I get it. And I know that it's hard and, you know, I'm, I'm always here for them if they ever need anything. I mean, I, I, I hope I hope whoever is listening to this from the touring world knows that that, you know, my line is always open. You know, you can always mm-hmm. swing by. You can always just call if you need a smile. I'll send you a meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But a lot of people do tour differently, though, too. A lot of more people, I think, are a little more mature and look yeah. at touring as a as a career or maybe something bigger. I looked at it as fun mm-hmm. and then it turned into, well, this work is getting into my in the way of my fun
1: <laughs> right right,
0: and then I would get bitter, and then I would take it out, and then the cycle would continue, yeah, and so lately I've truly been trying to harness all the things that I do that are detrimental mm-hmm. to my surroundings i mm. I think it would that be I think that's the best way to look at it for myself is like it, I've been and done a lot in life, and I've been through a lot. But that's all in the past now. Mm -hmm. It's all about how I start to, like, move forward. Yeah. And though touring will always be a giant part of my life, I don't want to act the way I did when I toured. Especially to you, especially to our little guy, the future little guys or girls, Mm -hmm. to our family, to our friends, to even strangers on the street. I just... Want to look at life differently and I want to be more grateful for the things I do have. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. When I toured, I took such a bad advantage of, you know, being in these amazing places because I'd be bitter of it. Oh, I didn't get a first class upgrade. This is ridiculous. Right, right. How <laughs> I'm a peasant. <laughs> I'm a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, look at me. Oh, this is ridiculous. I just sit back here and coach like this is absolutely oh they're flying a southwest again. Peasants.
1: Peasants. <laughs> uh, um
0: love Southwest. <laughs> Pilgrims. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um but that's where this whole touring and us talking about it last night, like being in Boston, it, I loved it. I loved going to Boston. There was so much fun stuff to do in Boston. There was Drinking, there was food, there was water, there was great parks, there was great walks, just history Mm -hmm. in general. Such a great city. I'll miss days like that. But then again, towards the end, I wasn't taking advantage of those days. Right. I was more, not, and I don't, I hate to say bitter, but like, I would just get to my room and be like, you know what? I don't really feel like doing this. I'm just going to freaking, I don't want to be here. So I'm just going to shut down. I'm going to go to the gym. And take my aggression out on myself, which mm-hmm. wasn't healthy by any means because no. then I would work out for hours on end. And right. Sure, I look good, but mentally I was destroyed inside. Yeah. I was being evil to you. I mm-hmm. was, you know, not being fair or honest to you. and mm-hmm. And that just turns into a lot of stress. At the house now. So then when I come home from it, oh my gosh, now I got to deal with you being mad at me about a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And we went through a lot. And so looking forward, well, yeah, I don't want to do that ever again. I'd much rather be completely honest, get it all out there, and then say, okay, cool, that was the past. Mm -hmm. Time to look forward now. And tomorrow I'm going to be a better person, let's just say, in the sense that I'm going to wake up. With a smile tomorrow, and mm-hmm. I'm going to instead of waiting 10 minutes to kiss you, I'm gonna kiss you right now. Boom! And then, you know, I'm gonna go walk outside, maybe wave at the neighbor if they are outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds cheesy, but there there is a different mentality when you start looking at like how grateful you can be at the little things. And,
1: Your outlook makes all the difference. Yeah, and all I, the
0: difference. If, oh my gosh! And I went from making you know six figures mm-hmm. to making nothing right now. Yeah, we. We are living in a completely different lifestyle and it's, I, I honestly like it better in a I way. I do too, yeah. I'm less stressed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You would think having like a third of the money that we used to have would bring more stress. And in some, in some areas it brings on a little bit more stress. Yeah. But like you said, we've, we've learned to adjust. Mm-hmm. And the simplicity of being able to just enjoy each other for each other versus there having to be all these other things Uh, that we do or that we buy each other
0: or, you know, (laughs) all this stuff. And and it's nice. I'm I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to buy you something in the future or that I wouldn't want to go out to a fancy dinner. But I'm also not going to lie. It takes off so much stress when I get home or when you get home and you're like, what's for dinner? And I'm like, we're having blah, 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 blah. Because... We already went to the store. Mm -hmm. We already bought food for the week. And so it takes away a lot of those like little stresses that then put on a bigger stress down the road. Like, oh, you could never choose a restaurant. Right. (laughs) You could never tell me what you want to do tonight. Whatever. We sit on the couch. We watch a movie sometimes. Sometimes we watch a little YouTube Mm -hmm. and we go to bed. It's not right now in this time, in this moment of time, it doesn't matter.
1: It's what works for me. It'll
0: never matter ever again if I never buy another Louis Vuitton anything. Yeah. But what I'm working for is to better the life of my child, this family, Mm -hmm. the family name. Because I've already put a bad taste out there to a lot of people with the Kriz last name, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Got
1: some bridges to rebuild. (laughs) uh,
0: Maybe I burned them completely. Yeah. But I know that hopefully... Through the teachings and the mental changes I'm making, the emotional changes, the physical changes, and even the spiritual changes, that I'll be able to show little dude, like, hey, I know that you think that this is it, but I can tell you from experience that this is not it. There's so much more to mm-hmm. life. And I heard it put the other day, you know, it's like right now is when you need to live. And people say it all the time, like, you know, it. If you think about what's going to happen to you in 20 years, you're just going to get worried. Yeah. But if you think about like, hey, if I can make it through today, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, today's a really hard day. I woke up in a bad mood, but I'm slowly going to change it. I'm slowly going to change it. I'm slowly going to change it. I don't care about what tomorrow is because tomorrow I can wake up in a good mood. But Mm -hmm. right now I need to change my Look on life right now yeah and so I've been doing those things and it's I never did that on tour though so that's where the, your question of my mental health was it or did it take a toll on me it for sure took a toll on me and it's because I think I wanted to live a, such a different life on tour than most people do yeah so to me touring was very volatile yeah if that uh, answers your question. It does answer my question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was not expecting you to say that you don't miss it at all. Like, of course, you're going to miss it. You had a lot of really amazing experiences yeah. throughout your touring career um, and made a lot of incredible friends and stuff. So, I mean, if you told me you didn't miss it at all, I'd be like, OK, you're lying. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but it is it's pretty amazing to get to see you go from the man that you were Uh and turn into the man that you have become and are becoming because you're two totally different people.
0: Well, thank you. It's, it is, it was terrifying thinking about starting over. It was really, really hard. Like, wow, Uh, I have to go all the way back to square one if I want to be different, because if I could have gone back to the road and we've talked about this mm -hmm. before, there's, I've gotten text messages, phone calls. I've even gotten phone calls from buddies who are in, you know, other companies like, hey, Mm -hmm. would you think about coming and doing video or this or that? And it's like, they're all, it's amazing. The love. I mean, I'm like, wow, I really didn't think I would ever get a phone call ever Mm -hmm. again. But thank you. But I stepped away, not because I didn't like the company Claire that I worked for. Mm -hmm. It's not that I didn't like touring with these people. It's had nothing to do with that. I didn't like who I was becoming.
1: Yeah, it wasn't healthy for you for anymore me. to for be a part of touring.
0: Only me. Yeah. And that was the choice. And so starting over was my choice, too. Mm-hmm. This wasn't your choice. You didn't tell me, oh, you should go do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, you did, but for a completely different other reason. Yeah, it
1: was a suggestion, not <laughs> a, a suggestion. you need to leave.
0: Um, But there was, and I, I saw this by Gary Vee the other day, he said... I'm going to tell you the secret to life. There is no right time. Mm -hmm. And so I could have gone back to touring and said, you know, maybe, maybe I just make a little bit of money this year. And then next year I'll come off the road and I'll stay home with the little guy, but Mm -hmm. we need, we need the money. But we, we took a chance and we said, F the money, Mm -hmm. F it all. Let's just go big and do something for us and say, well, I don't know what 10 years is going to be like. If mm-hmm. we continue down this path, but if I give a hundred percent, like I did the, when I started over going to Claire, I had a great job down in Orlando. I worked for an amazing company. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if, I think in any company you can get bitter over time. And there were certain things that I, you know, be like, get really annoyed by doing the same show once a year, or whatever sure. it'd be. Same with Claire though. But I started over, I even started over going to this company, you know, that original company in Orlando. Right. So i I've, right. I've I've started over in my life probably two times prior to this time. So three times total. And each time I've risen higher than I ever expected myself Mm -hmm. to because I challenge myself to... I'm a pretty hard person on myself. You are. And this is the same thing. This is going to be the hardest task of my life, to be a stay-at-home dad who works... Like, when he goes to bed, I just plug away on the computer. I read and I do social media stuff. I learn Mm. how to try to get into these algorithms. Edit the
1: videos. Edit the videos. I do all of this is
0: strictly for this podcast and for this family and for me to stay home. It brings in zero dollars. But one day, if we continue to push the boundaries of what we do and give good content and give great stuff then that starting over will pay off for sure and it'll pay off even more because the one thing I always hated was always having a boss
1: (laughs) (laughs) true true very true sometimes
0: when you get bossy with me I get a little lippy for that reason
1: (laughs) well you shouldn't have asked me to be your manager then
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but there is one other thing that we're working on you know and it's it was something that I always wanted to do and I've told a few people about it. I'm gonna hold it for the show but Mm -hmm. that was another thing I always kept saying well Right now is not the time I'm busy doing work. I'm Mm -hmm. busy doing this. Well, when the pandemic hit, it was like, well, I have nothing but free time.
1: And you may never get another chance.
0: May never get another chance. We may not get
1: tomorrow. It may only be today.
0: Maybe in 10 years I do have to go get a real job again. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. But I'm thinking about it as I'm never getting a real job ever again because I want this so bad. And so every day that I see one like or one... View or anything like that, it pushes me that much harder to be that much more better for not only the listeners, but for the family, mm-hmm. for the little dude, for you, for our relationship, mm-hmm. because it is improving our relationship. Being oh my home, gosh, so much. Being a, here, being a parent, being in your life, <laughs> something that I never thought I would do. <laughs> I always wanted to be the guy that just came back to your life. Right. It's changing me. And so I can say mental health of mine is better, but it's because I'm doing the things that are for me now and I'm not trying to impress anyone else anymore. Right. Right. I don't care if you listen to this and you hate every word that comes out of my mouth or you can't stand my voice, then don't watch it. But if you're the person that listens to it and you're like, I can relate a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I'm so stoked. I'm so stoked because that is just I'm my number one fan. I'm pretty sure you're my second number one fan.
1: Yeah, I'm tied with you for number one, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, I'm not trying to impress you, anyone else. I'm just trying to do this because it keeps me here with you, and I love being here with you. And I love being here with the little guy. And so... Me too. Mentally, I'm on a new high. And I, I we had to go through a little bit of something a couple weeks, or not like bad, but we went through a dip. hmm And... I think we both went through a dip and it's because and I hope you don't mind if I say it I don't but you know you had a miscarriage I did and it it was hard it really was like whoa what did we do wrong Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden all these people opened up to us and they're like no you didn't do anything wrong Mm -hmm. but we together were there to support each other but I feel like we both kind of not imploded by any we didn't like we
1: we, had to process it
0: on our own as well as processing it together but it was hard. And then that led into a lot of other things that were coming into our lives with just people visiting and then we were mm-hmm. getting remarried. and it, uh, it Work was, was crazy. Work and was yeah. crazy. It was all these things. And then... October was a hard month. A couple of weeks ago, we started talking saying, we need to be better. We are here together in this fight together. Mm-hmm. How can we do this? How can we break these boundaries? Like, cool. We're not dieting. We're changing the way we eat. Cool. Yeah. We're not... We're not, we don't, we're not a hundred percent in our mental health. So let's be more open. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's spend more time together. Hey, we didn't kiss a lot last month. We're kissing 10 times more this month. Yes. And I think all of those things have slowly, truly helped us this last two weeks get to this show. Absolutely. This show is so important because it's not like we're writing a book on how to do it we're just giving everyone our lives and we're just opening up and saying cool if we're going to do the best show or if we're going to be able to give you the best material i have tour stories for days we can go on Mm -hmm. all the tour stories but inside of these tour stories i think we have a, a real opportunity to show people that no matter who or where you are in life or where you're you think you sit you'll always be able to do better yeah. you can always improve. You can always look up and say, okay. I was here today. Today was average. Tomorrow can be 1% better. Mhm. So,
1: and that's what matters, that
0: 1%. Every day. Healthy human. And who knows tomorrow <laughs> with this coffee and Jameson? Well, I, I could, could be wait. 1% worse. I could be <laughs> I, could, I could be 3% worse. True. <laughs> <laughs> I uh so true. I I on I honestly have to say though that I'm at a new level of pushing myself in a healthy way that it feels good now. Mhm. Like when I'm working out I'm not just pushing myself like oh my gosh I got to get to that six pack. It's like no 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 no. I this morning when I was doing my pushups, I was I was not really into it and I just said, "You know what? Keep going though because you can get stronger." For sure. I, I'm not don't worry about the six pack right today because yeah. Phil, it will come. you have a beer belly.
1: No, you don't.
0: <laughs> you no, let you yourself don't. go. There you go,
1: being too hard on yourself again. Phil,
0: you have put pizza and beer into your system <laughs> for two months, a little too much, and Stop. a little uh, blizzard here and, and there.
1: We're having pizza tonight. <laughs> well,
0: that's because we're having guests and we didn't yes. want to be rude. I'm excited and... about that. We. Us eating turkey and stir fry every night is like just because it's easy and we actually enjoy and lean. it. Yeah, it's lean and whatever. But I was, I was not going to force our guests to eat our turkey stir fry.
1: It's delicious. <laughs> I think they would like it. it. Is but really, I also don't want to share it. It is <laughs> pizza. It is. it is
0: really good though. It's like one of those things where it's like I.
1: It is simple and so yummy. So I
0: think this is other another really interesting thing. I think a lot of people who are very highly driven or highly successful. They do a lot of the same things every day because it saves them time on worrying yeah, about absolutely. other junk. Absolutely. Like you know the let's just say the the stars of the world that go out to eat every night. They're not going out to eat just to go waste a bunch of money. They're going out to eat because they have other things going on and it's way easier to have someone else cook them food
1: for sure and
0: eat it and then walk away. For sure. Zero cleaning, zero yeah. thinking, zero buying. And that's kind of what we're doing right now with these, like, turkey stir fries. Sure. Like, every time I pull a bag out, I'm like, oh, whatever. Turkey stir fry tonight. But it's good. And I dig it. And it's nutrients. And it's getting me healthy. Yeah. But it's also saving me hours of trying to, like, read through a recipe book. And saving
1: us a bunch of money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's the (laughs) other thing, too. Is Like we said, we went down a whole – I mean – it doesn't matter how much we make, but we did lose a complete salary from this household. And so mm-hmm. we've had to make some true some changes, adjustments. you know. So. I mean,
1: that dinner. So everybody that's listening, if you're on a budget and you want to try a random <laughs> dinner, we literally buy ground turkey and then there are these like stir fry veggie bags from the grocery store. And the stir fry bag, it's for a family of four and it is four dollars and then the ground turkey is a pound of ground turkey and that's $3. So for $7, you and I eat dinner and, lunch. and then the next day we eat lunch. Yeah. So we get four meals yeah. out of it, it's which pretty, is awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: It's it is what it is. We're not I'm not trying to, you know, be the next Emerald. <laughs> the same way I said on the show the other day. I'm not trying to be a 1% athlete. I just want to be a 1% dad that truly Looks at his family as priority one. Mm-hmm. And I want to put our house in order. I want to do all the things for us first while mm-hmm. still helping around. I want to help our friends. I of want to course. help the community. I want to help the greater community. I want to help the world. But if I don't do stuff here and I don't put the time in here, then I'll never be able to go and help the kids in wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like eat or help, donate money to this cause, or mm-hmm. there's so many places where I want to help. But if I don't do it here first and put the time in and just, just do it, mm-hmm. then you it's won't be able to do it for else. Yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. I totally agree with you. I'm very, very <laughs> proud of you. You've made massive strides, and I love getting to actually see it and getting to be a part of it.
0: Well, I think we'll maybe next episode when we come back. Like I said, we're gonna do Kirsten next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe we can ask about your mental health on how <gasps> you, with me home now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how how has it improved your life? Yeah, because I feel like you're way more mentally healthy. I, I definitely feel like you're think so. Way more confident.
1: Way more confident.
0: I think me being gone and always lying to you took a toll on your confidence. One hundred percent. So we could. I would love to dive into some of that next week. Yeah, let's
1: do it. I'm into it,
0: well, do you have anything else? Any more Boston stuff?
1: no, I think I mean, I think we touched on the important things for today's episode, you know, really just wanting to kind of talk a little bit more about mental health and just how it's affected you and where you're at and stuff i mean i feel I feel good
0: well, we're doing this whole thing for a year, yeah, I, I mean I would love to do it for the rest of our lives, but we're really documenting it for this year, mm-hmm. and then we can redocument for the next year after yeah. that, but I really want to push those boundaries of health in all facets and i really do want to you know not only through photos but i want to look at our skin what is like changing your mood and all that stuff mm-hmm. helps all of those parts oh, of your body sure. so i would love to like have some of these photos and then look back in a year and be like oh wow we really do look better as people right right so so that's awesome so i've been hashtagging All this stuff, again, for healthy human, Mm -hmm. healthy mom, healthy dad, healthy mom challenge, healthy dad challenge. So if any of our listeners are wanting to jump on board and just be a part of this little community that we're starting, just join in. Tag yourself, tag Backyards and Bevies. Let us know that you're, hey, next time you're out on a run, Mm -hmm. take a screenshot. Or if you're listening to us in your car, take a screenshot and uh, always Feel free to tag Backyards and Bevvies. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. And uh, it's been awesome with the support of, you know, fans and the people who are really just helping us out, just like spreading the word. We just please help continue to spread the word by telling your family and your friends. Uh, We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. LinkedIn. (laughs)
1: not really (laughs) patreon (laughs) yeah uh
0: youtube come hang with us come hang just you know i am always available for a quick chat via the the interwebs and Mm -hmm. i love to talk and i love to just i love to support so for sure if there's something that you need support on hey tag us us and we will uh we will help you in your journey as well absolutely until next week
1: yeah until next time
0: Thank you all so much for showing up for your midweek treat.
1: Thanks, guys. Can't wait to see you again.
0: Uh, you're not finishing I'm not that.
1: drinking this whole thing. No.
0: <laughs> I don't think I can.
1: We can say bottoms up and cheers. <laughs> I'm not I'm not chugging this large uh. coffee that has Jameson in it. <laughs> Have a wonderful week, everybody.
0: Cheers and bottoms cheers, up. Cheers,
1: bottoms up. Love you. Love you.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, Delicious. that's
1: potent. <laughs> Bye. Cheers. Ow, my ear started doing...